Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MAC podcast. MAC, M-A-C, is an acronym that stands for Making a Change. Making a change for what? A change for better health for minorities. I am Dr. April J. McAlpine, founder of General Nutrition Education Services for Minorities. On today's podcast, I will be discussing the findings of my master's thesis and my doctoral dissertation in which the findings explain how dietary deficiencies contribute to mental illnesses such as bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD, etc., in which the Western medical system affirms that there is no cure and that these conditions can only be managed through antipsychotic and antidepressant drugs. Well, because of my research, I beg to differ. Disclaimer, the information that I provide in this podcast is for educational purposes only. I am not here to prescribe a specific diet for you, neither am I here to diagnose, treat, or cure any specific medical or mental condition that you may have or to tell you to stop taking your pharmaceutical drugs. It is recommended that any dietary changes you make be discussed with your own personal health care provider. Now to my topic for today, which is mental illness. Now it is accepted for the most part that a healthy diet and lifestyle can help improve overall physical health. But for decades, it has been said that mental illnesses like bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety, ADD, ADHD, etc., could only be managed, not cured, but managed through antipsychotic and antidepressant pharmaceutical drugs, in which some of the side effects of these drugs are suicidal thoughts. Wow. My personal research and other research that I have researched since during my thesis and dissertation on this topic has proven mainstream slash the Western medical system wrong in their approach to solutions to mental illness. Just like other chronic diseases, as we in the holistic natural integrative healthcare practice know, we must get to the root cause of mental illnesses to fix the problem not just prescribe a pill to cover up the symptoms which contributes to worse symptoms, including the same symptoms that they are supposed to be taking the drug for in the first place. We have to understand that the brain is a part of the body, just like the heart, liver, kidneys, etc., and needs to be treated like that. We have to understand that the brain is connected to the body and it is not separated. The brain is often looked at as if it is not a part of the body. Mental illness is the only illness that you go to a psychiatrist or a medical doctor and they don't do x-rays on your brain to see what's wrong. They, the psychiatrist, just ask you questions, listen to you talk about 30 minutes, give or take, and then prescribe you an antidepressant or antipsychotic drug and tell you to come back the next month. This approach does not fix the brain, which the brain itself needs to be fixed. Mainstream medicine or Western medical system says that mental illnesses is a chemical imbalance. This concept holds no weight because the brain is not made of chemicals. Therefore, there cannot be a chemical imbalance neither is the brain deficient in chemicals. 
the brain is made of nutrients and it's going to take nutrients to optimize the brain function. Antidepressant and antipsychotic drugs actually damage the brain in the long run, according to some research. Now to my personal research, my master's degree thesis, which was entitled The Association of Dietary Habits, PICA and Anemia Among Pregnant Women Enrolled in the New Hanover County WIC Program, North Carolina, in the year 2001. Now to the abstract. This study was designed to determine the relationship of dietary habits, pica, and anemia among pregnant WIC participants. In this study, 200 pregnant women were surveyed to determine their knowledge of how pica and anemia affect the developing fetus. The objectives of the study were to number one, determine the prevalence of pica and anemia by race of the participants in the study assess their level of awareness of pica and anemia. Number three, assess the dietary habits of the participants who suffer from pica and anemia during pregnancy. And number four, determine the relationship of pica and anemia and the participants dietary habit. The sample of this study consisted of pregnant women of all races and ages participating in the New Hanover County WIC program, North Carolina. A two-part questionnaire was used for this study. Descriptive statistics and frequency distributions were used to analyze the results. When asked if mental retardation could be linked to iron deficiency anemia, 78% of the participants did not know that anemia in pregnancy is correlated to mental retardation. When asked if pica was dangerous for mom and baby, 59% of the respondents reported that they did not know. When asked if being anemic was dangerous for mom and baby, 58% of the respondents reported that they did not know. PICA conditions showed a significant difference among races. Blacks significantly had more PICA and anemia than do the Caucasians or Hispanics in this particular study. So the point of this study was to see how much knowledge the participants had on the impact of diet anemia during pregnancy and pica. And pica, by the way, is the craving and eating of non-food items such as dirt, clay, starch, ice, chalk, etc. during pregnancy has on the unborn child. What I discovered during my research was that when one is anemic, they tend to crave and eat these non-food items like dirt, clay, starch, ice, chalk, etc. And the reason for these cravings are a result of being anemic and the body is asking for the minerals. For example, iron out of the earth. But eating these non-food items during pregnancy can contribute to mental disorders or brain disorders to the unborn child. Likewise, being anemic or having low iron during pregnancy can contribute to mental and brain disorders in the unborn child because oxygen or blood is not getting to the brain. The blood is low and is not circulating, thus called low iron or anemia, which affects the optimal function of the brain 
due to the deficiency of iron or blood. The moral of the story is to avoid anemia in pregnancy and in general by building your own blood with real foods. When you eat real foods, especially greens, in its most natural state, unprocessed, you get the nutrients from them needed to supply the body with what it needs. When your iron is low, it is trying to tell you something. Feed me some minerals. That's where the craving, pica, which is the non-food items, dirt, clay, starch, and ice, comes from. Now, do understand that iron supplements may be necessary to get your iron within normal limits. However, it is still necessary to build your blood through proper nutrition. So now that I got the understanding of how diet, anemia, and pica could impact the mental health of the unborn child from doing my personal research from my master's thesis, I decided to see how true this was with my own personal research as well. So when I pursued my doctoral dissertation, I put what I learned in obtaining my master thesis to the test. The research that I obtained for my thesis was surveying pregnant women. So I could only conclude that anemia affects the mental health of the unborn based on my and other researchers. So for my dissertation, I decided to survey the mothers of known children with mental illnesses to see if they were anemic during pregnancy with that particular child or children that are mentally ill. Now to my personal research, my doctoral dissertation, which was entitled, The Correlation of Anemia in Pregnancy in Mental Illness. Let me say that again. The title of my doctoral dissertation was entitled, The Correlation of Anemia in Pregnancy and Mental Illnesses in the year 2008 is when I did the study. Now to the abstract. This study was designed to determine the correlation of anemia in pregnancy and the state of mental health of the child. In this study, a total of 391 mothers were surveyed. 266 were mothers who were anemic with any pregnancy and or had a child or children who had been diagnosed with a mental or neurological disorder. The remaining 125 were mothers who were not anemic during pregnancy and had a child or children who had not been diagnosed with a mental or neurological disorder. The objective of this study was to determine if anemia in pregnancy correlates with mental or neurological disorders in the child. The sample of this study consisted of mothers of all races and ages. It was limited to mothers of North Carolina. A survey was used for the data collection of the study. The researcher, which was me, analyzed the results by separating the questions into categories and physically counting the numbers and then calculating the percentages. The intent of this study was to bridge the gap in education about the possible origin of mental and neurological disorders and to shed light on solutions that may help minimize the problem as well as to offer suggestions 
about possible reversal in the number of cases that are out there. It was targeted specifically towards mothers who were anemic at any point in their lives and had a child or children who had been diagnosed with a mental or neurological disorder. The majority of the sample came from one-on-one consultations with the clients of the New Hanover County Health Department. 51 surveys went out to mothers of students who were enrolled in intensive behavior services in the New Hanover County school system. The researcher, which was me, also conducted interviews by way of surveys to known mothers of a child or children who had been diagnosed with a mental and or neurological disorder. To validate the significance of the study, the researcher, which is me, also conducted surveys to mothers who had never been anemic which 100% of them stated that they did not have a child or children who had been diagnosed with a mental and or neurological disorder. The majority of those surveys were from the general public, but clients of the New Hanover County Health Department as well. When the mothers who were anemic or had a child or children who had been diagnosed with a mental or neurological disorder were surveyed, 83% reported that they were anemic during pregnancy with that particular child or children and 35% of them reported that they are currently anemic. In this study, anemia condition showed a significant difference among race. Blacks significantly, which was 70%, showed more anemia than do Hispanics or Caucasians. In conclusion, this study revealed that there is a definite correlation of anemia in pregnancy and mental and or neurological disorders in the child. So now that I understand how being anemic during pregnancy correlates with mental illnesses in the child and seeing the results of it myself, I now know that mental illnesses can be reversed and cured by correcting the effective nutritional deficient brain. Anemia is a nutritional deficiency disorder, mainly B vitamins, especially niacin, as my research has shown. Now, to sum up the results of my research, the bottom line to reversing and curing mental illnesses slash brain disorders, which is mainly nutritional deficiencies in the brain, is to eat a whole foods diet, especially iron and vitamin C rich foods together to correct the low iron or anemia. Include nutritional supplements such as B complex and additional B3 such as niacin, vitamin C, lithium orotate for some people, omega-3, 6, and 9 supplements, Avoid processed sugar and processed foods. Avoid dairy products. Dairy blocks the absorption of iron, making it difficult for the body to absorb vitamin C, which are both needed to have for normal iron. Also avoid wheat and gluten. Today's wheat is not the emmer wheat of the past. 
It is sprayed with chemicals, especially Roundup, that is detrimental to the function of an already malfunctioning brain. Also avoid other possible allergens. Since my discovery of this vital information of how mental illnesses can be reversed and cured, I have worked with several students who have put this research into action and have had great success on their quest to mental wellness. For further information on the findings from my research, you can order a copy of my dissertation entitled The Correlation of Anemia in Pregnancy and Mental Illness, a Dissertation by Dr. April J. McAlpine on Amazon. Since my own research on the cure for mental illnesses, I have encountered much more evidence to prove and validate my findings. Dr. Abram Hoffer, who was a psychiatrist and cured plenty of mental illnesses cases through diet and lifestyle and niacin and vitamin C supplements. You can also order his book on Amazon. Listen, again, I can't say it enough. Knowledge is power. Let's take our power back by learning and applying the knowledge. Make a change. Until next time.